0: A special edition of Trends and Tensions presented by BHDP, where we discuss trends in architectural and interior design and the competing priorities or tensions that arise from integrating new ideas into existing organizations, enterprises, and institutions. This episode is part of the Higher Educational Strategic Partnership series. In this episode, Technology's Influence on Educational Equality Part 2, special guest hosts Dr. Jamie Caridi, president of Terra Firma, and Kerry Magowski, director of client services for Terra Firma, chat with Dwight Thanos Smith, chief visionary officer of Paragon Vital Aerospace, about the strategic partnership they have created with Virginia Union University. Technology is paving the way for the future, and Thanos and his company are leading the stride of technological advancements in society. From flying cars to electrically charged roads, Thanos and Paragon partner with Virginia Union University to give the students an education that excites and breaks the barriers of socioeconomic limitations. I'm your host Brian Trainer, senior strategist for BHDP. Let's get started.
1: So, Thanos, we were really excited to hear uh, yesterday we spoke with President Lucas, mm-hmm. who's dynamic, and he yes. was very excited about the partnership that Virginia Union is doing with Paragon Vital. So we're mm-hmm. really excited to talk to you and really just get some background on how you started this journey with what you're doing, a little bit about yourself, and then also, you know, how that partnership kind of took place and and where you are with that.
2: Sure. I went to a a college, a small teacher's college, and called National Lewis. And in the admissions process, I learned that I was dyslexic and ADD. Mm. And then I transferred in eventually to Purdue University as a 4.0 student, uh, academic merit, but um, fell in love with learning. And all because of my college experience. I thought up until that point, my teachers had failed me. Because how many kids like me are out there that are getting missed? So they're put in the back of the classroom. They have this bell curve system, and we're at the bottom end, and we're already stereotyped. And then in college, I I was already learning how to fly in high school. So I was flying Cessnas, a single prop, dual prop aircraft. In college, I couldn't do aviation because I was on the football team, and it was on the far side of campus. So I started studying marine biology instead, another one of my true loves and so during that process i really fell in love with education and a background in history and finance and so graduating went on and successfully built companies exited a couple screwed up in one it didn't get where i wanted to early on because i was too trusting in the whole business process so i've got my life experiences i don't call them really failures they're more like life experiences that was not where my, I felt my destination. I always felt like I would get back into marine biology mm-hmm. or to some form of aviation. Mm-hmm. And while on the highway heading to my daughter's track meet back in South Florida on a turnpike, I was getting delayed to show up for her meet. And I'm like, congestion really sucks. I, I refuse to accept that this is the best we can do as a society. So I'm like, where are these Jetsons type flying cars? They've been promising since I was a little kid in Jamaica and here in America. They keep pushing all this stuff. And I'm seeing them in like Total Recall and Terminator and all this other stuff. So I said, well, let me go ahead and create it myself. So I packed up, moved to California, started Paragon Vital in a coffee shop. And I took all the things I was working on and officially incorporated it so it's not like i started on that day i just wanted to make it more formal on that day and built an incredible organization that is now merged into the paragon universe Mm -hmm. more so than paragon Mm vital because the paragon vital is probably the end game portion of our our technology but what i learned in the process since then is that there are probably five to six key components that are essential for this to be successful. And this is how Virginia union came into play. The mm-hmm. first one is there is no infrastructure to support any of this VTOL industry. Right. And it all stems through education, learning, physical assets, everything else. And so we created this technology called the company called G stands for green tech energy company. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we create energy grids that are solar powered and water dependent a process called electrolysis to create electricity and hydrogen. That's something that's actually been around for a while. Nothing brand new, just a little different way of approaching it. What's unique and separates my company apart from everyone else is that our battery management system, we store the energy in the daytime. So at night the system runs off the batteries. Mm-hmm. So you're constantly having a zero carbon footprint, mm-hmm. but unique in the battery system is I don't use lithium Everyone's using lithium. You've got the electric vehicle companies. You've got the, the battery companies. We created our own system. It's made from graphene. We're producing over a ton per day and we're using a different process. We've got our intellectual properties in place. We're doing that because we have, it's highly conductive for electricity. Yeah. We have capacitors on opposite sides to store the energy. You'll see it in real time. This is part of the Paragon universe research and innovation with Virginia Union that we're. Putting together right now, I created Clearport Worldwide. That's our infrastructure company. There's no airport infrastructure, in my opinion, that works. If you look at the average airport, they're like 30 to 50 minutes from your house mm-hmm. because they're allowed the noise pollution. They take a lot of space, hard space. And the equipment on there, in my opinion, should be for long distance travel. But for intercity or intracity or state to state, we need VTOL aircraft our focus is to create more than 11,000 clearports throughout the United States, wherever you live. Wow. So that's really important. The beauty of having this partnership with BUU is Dr. Lucas is a visionary. I'm a chief visionary officer and it's very refreshing when you run it across another visionary because they understand, they get it, and they also can think ahead. Mm-hmm. And so in a lot of ways you can vertically align to make this thing a more impactful relationship. Mm-hmm. So our clear ports are multimodal transportation hubs. Mm-hmm. With that being said, the electric buses of the future, electric cars, hydrogen vehicles, even VTOL aircraft will use this infrastructure of the future, but we're building it today. And I'll explain what that means because we haven't officially announced it yet, but we have a really large project. It's a multi-billion dollar award that we recently been notified we're receiving, and we're going to have our okay. signing ceremony next month. So that's our Clairport. Then we have Envy Motor Group. I created Envy because of two reasons. One, mm-hmm. the energy grid really is just not reliable. I'm sorry. It's just Clairport and Envy are kind of working together in, in a lot of ways. Envy stands for Neighborhood Vehicle. That is a frame that we use off, off the rack, so to speak, with a company called Dash Motors. We use their frame to incorporate some of our vision and technology inside that are borrowed from GTEC and Clearport worldwide, which is our smart paint technology. It's a nanotubular technology that melts the ice on any surface area. So we can blend it into the roads. So no more freezing rain, black ice, or snow accumulation. But the push of a button within less than 80 seconds, it will melt. We tested it uh, about a year and a half ago at the NASA laboratory uh, on four 16-foot long windmill propeller tips. The mission was to lay a strip of our, our smart thermal paint technology on there, then pour water on it, freeze it overnight, and then come back in and demonstrate the ability to melt the ice and have consistency along the surface area. We plug it into a power source that was about 530 watts. So it's like four or five light bulbs of power, very minimal. The temperature in 82 seconds went from 26 degrees to over 160 degrees in the surface area. Mm-hmm. When you think about the roads today, snow accumulation, that's a problem. When that happens, people actually get injured or, their, or fatalities occur. So our company, GTEC, will install this material on the road surface area and then cities will have the ability to turn on monitor the road conditions when it gets too cold and they can activate the roads to keep it warm so it doesn't accumulate ice that's actually happening this year mm. so we're pretty stoked about that and we're teaching we're going to be teaching the folks the students at Virginia Union how this works and how to install it and then our goal is to expand it throughout the HBCU communities and other schools, if you will, because those partnerships are truly important. Mm-hmm. And then we have the ability for our graphene blended with the Portland cement and other substrates. But an average surface of a road is anywhere from 8 um, eight to 12 inches thick and can handle about 4,000 pounds per square inch of pressure. That's 4,000 PSI. Mm-hmm. Our material, when blended with it, it goes up to 10,000 PSI within 28 days.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then you go into, like, so we did NV Motor Group. So NVs are our cars are our neighborhood vehicles. They don't go on highways. I have no understanding. I don't have a, a plan to make a highway-rated um, passenger vehicle. I don't think it's necessary. The reason why I started this company was to get off the highway, not get back on the highway with a car that's highway-rated. So NV Motor Group are city vehicles. They're like, think of them as a glorified golf cart that has heating and air conditioning Mm -hmm. and a windshield wiper and they're more safe and so on and so forth. Having a blended exterior frame with our graphene blended material, graphene and aluminum for the NV2, which is exclusively within the Paragon portfolio that's coming out this year, end of the year. Uh, We're going to roll that out. NV2 has a frame that is five times stronger than steel. It is blended with aluminum. So it's super lightweight, but here's the kicker. Our frame, based on the technology in our roads, our clearport infrastructure, um, and now in our cars and eventually in our aircraft, um, the frame is the battery. There's no major battery source. And we're developing initiatives and curriculum at at BUU to be able to understand what this alien-type technology is. We're creating curriculum within the university to help these students, and eventually as a test model, so we can extrapolate it across all colleges, universities, and high schools.
0: Hey, fans, how are you staying ahead of all the big manufacturers and the and the Elon Musk's of the world? Is it an IP patent yeah. kind of thing where you're just we have an enormous
2: portfolio of IP? But the things about the truth about IP, you get a good lawyer, and you get a patent that's published. Even when it's pending, you get a good attorney. You can circumvent that deal. It's about market share. And it is about your ability to execute. And I think right now, we are not competing with the big manufacturing companies. We're not competing with the must of the world. We have no intentions of getting into that space. We're just going to stay in our lane and do our business model. We're not a acquisition target, and I don't think we'll ever be anytime soon. I like the vision of where we're heading, and I think if things play out, we may just become the most important organization in the history of this planet, given what I've laid out so Far so we have to measure and temper our expectations and just stay in our own lane. We're developing with VUU a, a software component division to help these students because I'm a big fan of STEM. I think STEM is the future. What we're saying is, don't be afraid of technology, embrace it. Mm-hmm. And in fact, academia can play a major role in that. That's where the money will be at. Right. We're we're focusing on trying to create these opportunities in the partnership with VUU and other schools, I did not, I was not a fan of the educational system. Mm-hmm. I felt it failed me up until I got to college. Mm-hmm. And the more I talk to a lot of my colleagues, there are a lot of people out there like me that are dyslexic or just left behind for whatever the reason is. Education now has become exciting for me, but I also think education needs to adapt. The times are changing. We have to go into education 3.0 and i think that all across the board there is enough opportunity there so we're going to do a, a research innovation center at vuu to support this
1: so you're making your whole model sustainable for the future for future generations absolutely that's incredible
0: what other questions about r- the relation with vuu i mean it, gosh we could we could take 10 hours of your time thanos when you think about your relationship with Hakeem and Virginia union and its students, let's just fast forward five years Mm -hmm. and give us kind of in your mind, what success looks like from that relationship and kind of put some flesh on the bone for us about what's happening with those students. What's it look like?
2: It's very exciting because what Hakeem is doing is they're actually going to replicate a large percentage of the Paragon universe on that campus. So we could use it more like an incubator lab. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to expand that through other HBCUs and community partnerships to take it a step further to bring it out of that laboratory into the real world setting and then take that and beyond that. So the students that are in there within the next five years or so will have a chance to be a part of that. But they're also creating the infrastructure pioneering group, if you will, for the 21st century, not just from an education standpoint. From a job creation standpoint, but also by building enough to create an endowment for the university to be able to challenge the likes of your bigger corporations like your Harvard's, your MIT's, et cetera, because you're using technology like our graphene, our thermal smart paint, our VTOL, our opulentus current. If you look at schools like Prairie View A&M, more than 80% of all black engineers come from Prairie View A&M outside of Houston. And so now you're going to see more engineers popping up left and right that Virginia union is going to put out in the field that was not there before. So I think that's really important. You'll see a different teaching approach in a classroom that wasn't there before anywhere else in the country and their willingness to collaborate with other institutions. They've offered it to the city of Brownsville to their educational partnership. They've offered it to the the educational system in Jamaica, to create mm-hmm. partnerships and Paragon is bridging these gaps. So they're doing things that other colleges are not really doing anymore. Cause they're all, it, it seems like there's a big push for just enrollment numbers. Whereas Virginia Union's saying, Hey, we want enrollment numbers too, but we also want to make sure we do the right thing for our students. And I think that's where Hakeem has really been a visionary on that yeah. and providing the platform. So when they graduate, they each own an envy. Mm-hmm. So you go to college, you pay all this money for college. Where's your, what do you get for that? A piece mm-hmm. of paper he wants them to graduate with a car as well. So they'll have a car, they'll have a job opportunity, they have all these different things at their deal that was not there before. He
0: wants right. to have an LLC too, doesn't he? I thought he said at one point he wants LLC. to have an LLC.
2: LLC, yeah, that's me. Uh, yeah, each one get a company.
1: Okay, wow. Company. Yeah. I'm excited to follow along with, you know, everything you're doing. And I, I saw you're a humanitarian as well. I yes. think that you've done in Jamaica. So it's an honor to be able to talk to you and-
2: Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And
1: everything you're doing is just amazing. Good luck to everything. And, and I'll definitely be in touch.
0: You got it. You got all right. it.
1: Thank you for your time today, Thanos. All right.
0: Thank you all.
1: All right. Um, Good. Take care. Yeah. bye
0: Thank you for joining Trends and Tensions presented by BHDP for this special episode, Technology's Influence on Educational Equality Part 2 with contributing host, Dr. Jamie Curdy, kerry Magalski, and their guest dwight thanos smith chief visionary officer of paragon Vital aerospace if you appreciate what you've heard please rate subscribe and give us a review i'm brian trainer your host and i hope you'll join us for another episode of trends and tensions to see what topics drive design